is a complete hoax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's me, your groom that was... To be. Well, not to be. <laughs> no. Happened, happened in November uh-huh. 2021, not this past week. Oh, my God. Shock surprise. You Sh- got married in November? Oh, what a surprise to me. To we everybody. have been lying to our audience? Yes. And to all my family uh-huh. and all my friends who weren't, wasn't at the ceremony. And with me is my co-host, the CEO, the greatest speech writer and faux celebrant <laughs> in the world. It's Kieran Buddy. Woo! How did we pull that off? <laughs> All right, I want to take out uh, congratulations. You, you, you are married. Yes. Um, so we have been lying on this podcast because we've been saying that the big wedding is coming up. Yes. The big wedding is coming up. But you actually got married in November. Yes, I did. Uh, tell so, us about that. Oh well, if you want to hear more about it, uh, mm-hmm. you can listen to another podcast. Funnily mm-hmm. enough, of the celebrant that we use, Pete the Celebrant. Uh, let me just get his podcast name up because I can't remember it off the top of my head. But uh, we do talk about it on his show. I'm pretty sure if you just Google Pete the Celebrant, you'll find his website. Yeah, that's right. Check him out. Yeah. Um, um, and so he's, uh, we do talk about it on there with him. But basically, with the, all the co- stupid COVID restrictions here, mm-hmm. uh, Jess and I had no idea what the hell was going on. We didn't know if we'd be in lockdown 4022.0 in fe- in February when we rebooked everything. So when the first opportunity that we could in November, uh, we actually got married in front of yourself, Kieran, mm-hmm. um, my immediate family, Jess's immediate family and grandparents, and just the rest of the bridal party. And we had all the legal proceedings and a very, very lovely lunch. And a, 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 a wonderful lunch. The wedding With guide, an open bar. That's right. <laughs> the Wedding Guide podcast by Pete the Sullivan. Please go check it out. We're on one of his episodes. I, uh, I'll, I'll get the name of the episode too. Um, but Jess and I both went on there to have a... He's a great celebrant and a great MC. Yeah, episode 49. Why not two weddings, it's called. Uh-huh. So, um, we had... So you get married in November... Keep but, it hidden. But no one knows, apart no one. from the 20 people that were there... Pretty much, yeah. ...that you're married. Yes. Everyone thinks you're getting married in February, four months later. Yes. And I'm amazed that basically... Everyone kept it a secret. Every, Including your mum. My mum is the worst. I don't know how she kept it a secret. I was 100% sure that she would blab it out to somebody. Yeah. But no, she kept it a secret as well, and... Which not would have a, killed her because her son's married I and know, she can't, she tell, can't tell anyone. anyone. And yeah. not, or she could tell her friends at work yeah. because no one was going to come to uh, the wedding and all that sort of stuff from, from work. But she kept it a secret. Everyone kept it a secret. And the looks on people's faces when we fi- we finally did reveal to them where you being the faux celebrant. I was the faux, which was hilarious because you asked me to be the, the well, you already had the celebrant. Mm. do the wedding mm-hmm. and you didn't you weren't not going to pay him again well was there putting him being there right so you asked me to be be a a faux celebrant yeah um and the faces on everyone's face amazing when, when even the groomsmen and the bridal party yeah, no one the, knew no it one was just knew. jess and i and obviously yourself knew that yeah. you were going to do this yeah and, and your parents and of my course. parents yeah because i needed to make yeah. you know because everything's okay calm yeah <laughs> um the f- looks on everyone's faces there were utter like this is the cheekiest funniest thing ever or of utter like what the fuck is going on kieran's about to ruin <laughs> this wedding yeah 
Yeah. So it was... Because I think it's a real wedding too. Yeah, because everyone thought it was just a real wedding. So this dichotomy of <laughs> of pure joy and hilarity and utter disgust and terror yeah. uh, made the whole ceremony hilarious. And obviously, you know, we just showed a video of Jess and I getting married back in November Everyone was like, oh my God, that's insane. Everyone, no one knew. It yeah. was the most amazing thing, like going around talking to people. I was wearing my wedding ring uh-huh, since ho- November. Since November. No one picked it up. Everyone's like, I didn't even realize you were wearing a we- wedding ring. Well, people also, I spoke to a few people who said, yeah, but we saw him, but we weren't sure if Jess actually proposed to you. So you're wearing an engagement ring. Like people just made up these excuses. They're like, no, no, because the wedding's happening. I'm going to a wedding. I'm giving them a wedding gift. Everything's happening. And I think, I think the shock and the awe of it made it just the most, very entertaining for me and very entertaining for Jess. Yeah. um, Across the board. And the most exciting thing was that Jess and I didn't catch COVID. Yeah. After the after our super spreader event, no one caught COVID except for the people that went to party afterwards <laughs> yes, at Cherry Bar. At Cherry Bar, yeah. So you and the, what six or seven other people, people all went to Cherry Bar and got COVID. Got COVID, and Jess and I, who hugged and kissed and danced all night yeah. with with not only each other but everyone else. Because I did, no I COVID. was being really, really like my housemate got COVID, which I was mm. I was away for the weekend. Mm. He then and then I had hadn't seen him on the Monday. Then like the chat says on on like Tuesday I've got COVID and yeah. I was like stay in your fucking room <laughs> I'm going I'm getting the fuck out of here I just packed up my shit and booked a hotel amazing because I was I was like I've got to be there yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm being faux celebrate yeah like yeah. it was a big thing it was a big it was a big thing so I get the fuck out of there yeah yeah I don't go to PT. Yeah, I it was, was just, just shut down. I hunkered down in you know, the city. I did the exact same thing. The only time I went to the gym, like I think I went like on the Monday of that week, mm-hmm. and then the Friday, then bunkered down, and then that Saturday morning of the actual like wedding, wedding the yeah. celebration, I'm like, no, I've got to go to the gym because uh-huh. I've got to like pump myself up uh-huh. Uh-huh. in a way that'll That's help great. me relax and yeah. you know. Uh, and that was the only time I went. But yeah, I was like, no, I'm going to stay like sane, sober, relaxed, yeah. COVID-free. And then I got COVID after the wedding. And I couldn't Doesn't care. Matter. I couldn't care. I was like, you Take know what? a couple of days off. It was like, fine. it's work time. Uh, I've attended the event that I've needed to attend, which was, which, was, which was beautiful and wonderful and all of that. And I also delivered a, a best man speech. You did. And it was fantastic. It, it was. Uh, it, I, I was <laughs> very impressed. Everyone that did a speech yeah. at the wedding, yeah, uh, like my my dad, Jess's dad, yourself, uh-huh. the girls, fifty fifty, but yeah. you know the boys at the wedding, yeah. nailed the speeches across the board. Uh-huh. Very, and they were a lot of them were a lot funnier than I thought they would be. So it just shows you that you know females can't do comedy. Oh, we all know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've got some. I've got. I so church. Ever since you asked me to be a groomsman. I have been putting notes on my phone yes. of like funny stuff that I could potentially say. So this speech that I gave has been a work in progress for what? How long? 18 months? Oh yeah. Since, since we got engaged. Since you then, got engaged. Cause I just like off the, straight away. I knew who my grooms yeah. were going to be. So I thought, I thought I would read out the stuff that didn't make it. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Uh, p- please. 
Um, and this is sort of like a bit unjumbled. Yeah, yeah. Right, but just sort of imagine oh, yeah. it. It's, right. a, it's the way you write jokes. You just sort of put yeah. them there and you sort of try to construct a narrative. Uh, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. I'll keep this short and sweet, just like Turch. <laughs> uh, Turch told me to keep this speech short, but not everyone can sit in an economy and think it's business class. <laughs> That's right. They met the height requirements for this joke. <laughs> you know what they say about uh, blokes with small dogs? <laughs> I just a lot, of, a lot of short jokes I feel and I feel like you then met my mum properly <laughs> the rest of my family went holy shit I can't tell any of these jokes no, no. <laughs> because there's way too many Italians here I'm outnumbered they're outnumbered, I'm I, may outnumbered. Not have, I may have the height advantage and the reach but I can't reach that low <laughs> uh, they tried their best but they couldn't get a dog bigger than themselves <laughs> that's true um, glad glad they got a dog that was proportional to themselves um, they couldn't get anything bigger than a townhouse. One of them would get lost. <laughs> um, How many short jokes did you write? All right, that's the end of the short jokes. Uh, uh, an Italian and a German getting together. It's not since Mussolini and Hitler has such a union been successful. Well, it wasn't even that successful. You know what? I'm going to say, yeah. I was going to write... A- I want to get a politician on this show uh-huh. and have a chat to them about it. And yeah. then I want to tell them, like, I've got ideas for their party. Yeah. And go through a big list of things I think are really positive. Yeah. And see if they agree with it. Mm-hmm. And then the whole joke at the end is going to be, all of those were Hitler's ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Um, Church, Church has reminded me of Dustin Hoffman in Tatanium, or whatever movie he was in. Uh, sorry, you'd never think Dustin Hoffman and Renee Zellweger would get married. Uh, really? I'm glad you didn't use that one. Yeah, uh, from wogs to dogs. <laughs> that, that was my joke. <laughs> you stole, everyone stole that one. Uh, oh, here's another small one. Jess and Turch are so small they have to set the bar at four foot two. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've got, I've got a wig joke. I've got here roast Mark. Their lives continue. So to, Mark is Jess's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got their lives continued at Carter's. It was a bit wild. There was three failed attempts to get their engagement party going, but at least it lasted longer than Carter's. True. So Carter's was the bar that Jess's family owned. Yeah, yeah. For a <laughs> couple of years. some context for some of these jokes. Um, so, um, what else do I have? Oh, Turch is the only person I know is who who's able to make the wedding tax deductible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I fucking tried, man. <laughs> Just a business expense, uh, these business clients. If everyone just say that the gift is an investment into the business, can yeah, I write yeah. it all off? Um, there we go. Isn't it great to be together? Imagine last year, 50% of you would have been cut. Who would have it been? The Coopers or the Churcherellis? Oh, who are we kidding? We all, we all know it's the people at the back. <laughs> if you still don't know if that's you, you're one of the people that... <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the people to get your meal last tonight. It, it would have been you. Um... But we all had to be here together because, you know, we need to know which family can out-drink each other. Oh, you did say something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Turcherellis, they'll be drinking anything that ends in a vowel. Lemoncello. <laughs> um, I don't know what other shit that ends in vowels. Amaro. Amaro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I spelt that A-R-N-O, which nice. I can't even re- remember. <laughs> That's not even what, a word. Yeah. And the Coopers, <laughs> they'll be on the VBs. <laughs> um, this is the first time Jess hasn't had control over the wedding. <laughs> Amazing! I didn't make the cut. That's a great one. Um, <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Um, 
oh, thank God this isn't a Zoom wedding because, you know, lockdown, like yeah, Zoom yeah, weddings, yeah. it would have been a close-up of Nonna's nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, the phone call would have been two minutes. All right. I said, talk later. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't want to make it to the wedding. Thank God we don't have capacity limits because yeah. half of you wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Um, geez, imagine if we had height restrictions. Half the church rallies, church rallies <laughs> wouldn't be let in. <laughs> the ter- that's funny. But the church rally side of my family are actually quite tall. It's my <laughs> mum's side that really lets down the rest of the team down with the height. Uh, I've got Kate who never gets off the floor but speaks Italian. I don't know why I've got that there. <laughs> I was trying to work on some gr- joke. Um, um. <laughs> oh yeah i wrote down compliment donna and danny nice that's a good one <laughs> i would do that um this is the part where i'd give you advice but actually now that you've been married for four months what are your regrets <laughs> um and uh yeah that's, that's a it. pretty good collection of because if that that was oh here we go being asked to uh, being asked to do the best man's speech is like being asked to sleep with the queen you're honored but you really don't want to. <laughs> All those quality jokes. So uh-huh. can you ma- people, can you imagine the, the actual speech had even better jokes? Yeah. They, so, they're the ones that didn't, didn't make, make it. Yeah. And those are quite good across yeah. the board. Well, Kieran, I'm going to talk about something that happened at the wedding. You were there. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was, that was the, the, uh, combi van yeah ride oh amazing to the venue uh-huh. so instead of getting regular cars and no just like no 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 we need to transport lots of people really quick yeah <laughs> in style <laughs> really well, really quick in combi vans in combi 1970 van. combi vans well, it's just quick don't, don't, go. <laughs> don't go fast but, they, no, but you know what it didn't you couldn't go fast down in, in, on uh on station street anyway yeah it was about 20 k's an hour <laughs> i think i could walk faster <laughs> Um, hey, we looked good we as looked people saw us. That's yeah. an important thing, you know? And it was good fun. But one of the things, so I was right at the front with Dad and the yeah. driver. And uh, what I'm going to talk about today is mm. backseat drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy puts the maps on. Yeah, on I saw he had, the, he had the Google Maps on his phone and, and he like, put it. I, and I thought I'd have a look of which way he was going. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds fine, you know? And Dad looks over and goes, Oh, which way are you going to go, mate? I'm like, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> this is a professional driver. Like, okay. His job is to get us there. Yeah, I know. But I think dads, I think all dads do this. And yeah. then he's like, oh, if, you, if this is taking too long, take this back straight here. I'm like, dad, you know what? Shut the hub <laughs> for five minutes and let him drive. Like, I'm not, pay- I'm paying him to drive. I'm not paying you to drive. Uh-huh. So he finally gives it up. But. Across the board, I've found that in my life, backseat drivers have just been a consistent annoyance. Mm-hmm. With it. And a lot of the time, it is my... Like, a lot of the time, the only people I really drive around anymore, apart from my wife, mm-hmm. is, like, it, my parents. Your parents, yeah. Like, if I pick up my brother, like, he doesn't care. Yeah. You know? But my dad or my mum will be like, oh, too fast. Mum will be like that. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> Like, you uh-huh, know, the, uh-huh. the, have to hold on to the... Didn't she teach you how to drive? No, my dad did. Uh, she didn't teach you at all? No, no, no. Oh. No, she was too scared. Because I drove manual. And dad's right. like, I'll teach you. And, I'll, and and dad, I drive like my dad. Yeah. Fast and furious, mm-hmm. you know, because we've got places to go, people to hit, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And But backstreet drivers are sort of my complaint here because I don't know what it is about dad specifically, mm-hmm. but they're like, oh, I drove... 
back in the day, my uh, Toyota, my, my Tirana. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't have a power steering and had stick shift. Yeah. And I would just go from first to fourth. I would just rev the shit out of it. I'm like, how are you a good driver? Oh, I got my, I was driving my car when I bought it at 16. And then I got my license at 18. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your dad's got roughly the same stories, right? Across the board. And so I tried to look into... Oh, no, I, I, I don't drive my dad. Yeah, okay. That's... No, no, I mean, your dad's probably got the same stories about him oh, yeah, driving, yeah. Yeah. you know, oh, I had this hotted up thing that I did and I've changed the engine or something like that. Maybe it's just a... Actually, I've got a reverse. My dad's got an Audi now, Audi convertible. Yeah, there you go. And he let me drive it once. And he looks over at me and it's night time. And he's like, you are not going fast enough. Yeah. I was like... Well, now my dad's like that. I was like, oh, okay. No, no, no. So even when I was... Learning to drive, Dad's like, go faster. You can take this corner faster. No, well, I'm driving his Audi going, I don't want to fucking crash it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's a f- car that I cannot fucking afford. <laughs> you know what? I, I, quick, <laughs> quick story aside, my dad at one stage wanted to buy a BMW. Yeah. And even when my dad drives like, like, like a, uh, a Kia or a Hyundai, when he tests the car, yeah. he makes sure that he, he tries to spin the car out. He wants okay. to see... He wants to see what it can do. What it can do, yeah. right? And I was sitting in the back seat and I was like 17 at the mm-hmm. time. So they wouldn't let me, but drive it. Uh, but dad gets in there and he's done like advanced full drive courses. He's done like, he, he works for a certain sector of the government where he sort of needs to drive yeah, yeah. Da- like dangerously at some mm-hmm, points. Mm-hmm. And my dad was taking this corner at about 70 Ks an hour. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, sir, you can do this corner faster. And dad goes, don't. <laughs> dad's face like i could just feel like like the heavens opening anyway we came around that corner. was this in the bmw yeah yeah it came around that corner like 90 the Uh next time uh the guy's like okay that's actually i thought you were gonna do like 75 no you did it in nine dads i could do it faster the guys let's go back to the dealership yeah we're we're done yeah but backseat drivers apparently there's some like so this is why your dad's a backseat driver because he's done that yeah he's done that and now he drives motorbikes Uh it's even worse right so I go, okay, backseat drivers, there is actually something wrong with these type of people. Mm. And uh, there was a whole psychological thing I lost on to. I thought, that's boring. Let's just go to Wikipedia and see. Mm-hmm. And this show now is going to become our other podcast, yep. Reading Wikipedia. We haven't done much about it. Okay. But this is a... So Wikipedia asks for so many donations. And this is another rant. Wikipedia asks for donations. <laughs> this is a very complex thing. Lots of things angry. Just put ads on Wikipedia and Just get over it. with it. Get it done, right? <laughs> Just put banner ads, busted tea, or porn hub ad, you'll yeah. be fine, right? You know. Um, so Wikipedia always asking for money. The most people say pretty decent resource across the board mm-hmm. for information about general sort of topics across the board. No worries at all. Let's see here. What they've got here is Something about backseat drivers. Ooh. Easy. So, this is an example. Th- this is the one of the examples they give about what is a backseat driver. Uh-huh. A couple of episodes in Power Rangers Zeo <laughs> shows examples of backseat drivers with Rita Repulsa and Goldar in the motorhome base they share with Lord Zed. Finster and Rito. On their way back to their palace, Rita, uh, con- uh, con- uh, const- uh, Rita's constant demands lands the base with a flat tire. 
which she and Ted blame on each other. After getting the tyre fixed and back driving, Goldar shows up with a map that Zed needs and unintentionally proceeds to be another backseat driver by over by overly trying to help them with the map that lands them Hoda home base with yet another flat tyre. Surely, Rita and Zed blame him for the mess. Another example of a backseat driver is Rito, who continues to ask, are we there yet? Irritated both Zed and Rita to the point that they threaten to kick him out of the motorhome and make him walk the rest of the way in the palace. Now, they, Wikipedia are asking for your money. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most complicated definition <laughs> of backseat driving. It's, it's actually amazing. There's got The other examples here are... Uh, there's another Power Ranger one. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, oh, fuck. And then there's also here um, Tomorrow Never Dies, the James Bond film, and then there's the Simpsons one, which was sort of, you know I can sort of see that. But that was Wikipedia asking for money and me. So this is a whole thing. Backseat drivers, Wikipedia asking for money, and a bit of reading Wikipedia all in one. That's uh, pretty amazing. But more, just a little bit more reading Wikipedia before mm. I go to my next rant. Yeah. Um, I found this guy here, My Tech Rocha. My Tech Rocha. So this is a short one. Yeah. And tell me when you don't believe what's happening. Okay. My Tech Rocha was a from uh, was a Swedish author and public speaker who survived the Holocaust in Poland. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And he, re- he rec- recounts these events in a memoir, Jag Overlet, which means I survived. Mm-hmm. So Grosha was born in 1926 in Poland, Warsaw, Poland. Yeah. As a teenager during World War II, he resided in his family in a Warsaw ghetto. Grosha claimed to have survived nine different Nazi concentration camps during World War II, including Buchenwald and Madnek. So he survived nine nine okay. different right. concentration okay. camps. That's pretty amazing because most people. I I feel like the odds <laughs> of surviving four. Like, have you seen Squid Game? Yeah. You know when they're on that bridge, that yeah. glass bridge, yeah. And the guy who calculates like the odds of success yeah. of where he's Very in the queue of, yeah. of, of like, making it, it. It changes obviously the more close to you. Yeah, get and he realized it was like one billion. I was gonna say like one in two, like if it's only one, and then like one in four, one in eight, one in you know, it doubles. Yeah, one yeah. in sixteen, you one know. in yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so, yeah, so anyway. So he so Wikipedia describes the next part of how he got away with like how he escaped. Uh-huh. When he realized he was led to the gassing, to gassing by the guards, he began walking backwards. The SS man guarding the door to the gas chamber was in conversation with another guard, so Grosher escaped unnoticed <laughs> to join his father. <laughs> and he did that nine times. <laughs> so the guy fucking moonwalked out of a holocaust, <laughs> like out of a holocaust. Oh, nine yeah. times! <laughs> Survived! And he was the only one... <laughs> Of his family to survive. He literally moonwalked out. Where did you find this? <laughs> Where did you find this? So- <laughs> How did you find this? I know where. Wikipedia. How? Um, 4chan's always fun. 
But I'm just like, holy crap. So your story is, imagine writing this down. I walked backwards. And this is like, this would be a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? It's like, oh, sorry, I was just thinking of Monty oh, sorry. Python. It's like, you know, when they're like crucifixion. It's like, yes, crucifixion. crucifixion. Oh, actually, oh, no. not for me, freedom, mate. Oh, very lovely. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> crucifixion. Gotcha, though. <laughs> this is exactly the same, except he's like gone, doop. Doomp, and just moonwalked backwards out, you know, did a 360 and walked, walked away. Walked away. Who knew it was that simple? So, look. I'm calling I'm calling BS on the story. Well, look, there is a controversy that, you know. Wikipedia is. They've done studies. It is 95% accurate. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know? And you can prove anything with stats. <laughs> 84% of people know that. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, 70% of stats are made up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'll, I'll give you that, you know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so apparently he's um, yeah, he, he apparently it's not true. They right. sort of debunked it, but the fact that he's gone, this is my story, and I'm sticking with it. Amazing. Well, it's you've got it when you've got a story, you have to stick with it. I know that's very true. Well, speaking of sticking with it, yeah, Kieran, you, yeah, you got another rant. One more, one more oh. quick one. I hope to. Um, do you think? Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, it's, it's dangerous. True. It's very true. Yeah. Um, I think there's too much pride in the world, uh-huh. and especially gay and lesbian pride. Uh-huh. I think there's too much. Agree. It okay? feels like it's every month. Yeah. It feels like, yeah. you know, it's like, well, we've, we've given you the gay marriage. You can already be as miserable as straight people. Why don't you just go like, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Like, you know, yeah. like 99% of people don't bring I up. I feel the- like Melbourne is competing with Sydney at the moment. Yeah. With being ridiculous with their premier. Yeah. 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 So I always like it when companies go, well, we're going to get on this pride bandwagon. And I don't get it. Like, companies get on a lot of bandwagons that they shouldn't. No, no, none of them should. Yeah. Like, they're not going to sell. Remember when Michael Jordan said conservative by By Nike's Nike's too? Yeah. And he's like, that's why I just didn't get into politics. Yeah. I was like, yeah, perfect. Stay away from it. Just do basketball. Just do basketball. Coca Cola should just do Coca Cola. Exactly right. Uh, and then there's like banks like, take my money yeah don't take my money fuck you just yeah. give me money yeah and, and you go okay i understand i understand all that okay you're trying to like go to a niche market but then there are, there are organizations that go we're gonna get on this bandwagon too and i think to myself hang on a second hold on a minute this is this is us this is brings up even more questions mm-hmm. So this is like Rio Tinto or BHP. You know what? I get Rio Tinto. It's like, yeah, we're going to hire more LGBTQI yeah, yeah. people. Okay? Yeah. okay. Here's an ad that just came in. Oh, quit is a, <laughs> is a culturally safe space. <laughs> okay. So what is quit for the people that don't live in the Quit is if you want to quit smoking. Yeah. You go on their website or you call their number. Yeah. And they send you some stuff to help quit smoking. Correct. Okay. So I don't know. So... I'm going to put it out there. I don't think... Are you smoking? Is that why you got this ad? No, because a, a, a family member who also doesn't smoke uh-huh. likes Quit Victoria. Right. And I don't know. I don't know. This is why I actually sent it to Jess. And Jess is like, why is Quit <laughs> helping? Like, why would they care if you're gay or not? You know? I get the They fags, just want people to stop smoking. They just want people to stop smoking. Yeah. They want fags to stop smoking fags. I get it. Yeah. You know? But it's like... Is this does this really necessary? Like, do gay people not call quit because they feel like they're gonna be like 
are they going to be discriminated against because they're I I feel like gay the, or lesbian or no I feel like the world has gone a, swung too far in we have to we have to protect everyone yeah uh, it's like this when you're raising now I say this to to the parents of the kids that I work with right mm-hmm. what is the ideal what is the if you're not a parent what's the ideal person that you want like interacting with your kid. Mm. And when you think about it, you don't want someone who's going to give them everything that they want. Yeah. You want someone who's actually going to say no and yeah. have boundaries. You want it and, to be another you, basically. And and you know what? And make their life a bit miserable sometimes. Yeah. Because all of that shit builds resilience. Of the ebb and flow of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you need to be loving and caring and all of that kind of stuff. But you're also not going to, to, to tolerate crap. Yeah, exactly right. And I, I just, I feel like the world has just sort of tipped into, we've got to, we've got to protect everyone. But I don't, I, I just don't get the, the thinking behind it, right? It's like, okay. it's like fucking okay. safe rooms. The quit, the quit, we're, we're a company, we're a government sponsored organization, taxpayer funded organization that. Like that should be an internal memo. Yeah. It should like, be an hey, internal memo. Be good to gay people. And people like on the phone are going to go. Well, I never, I don't ask them what their sexual, like, okay, and you, how long have you been smoking for? Uh-huh, ten and a half years. How many do a, oh, you're a pack a day smoker, huh? And uh, do you suck cock? <laughs> like, no, they don't do, they they don't don't do that. No. They don't do They go, okay, they're going to focus on <laughs> the smoking part. Like, you know, it's same as banks. Like, uh-huh, what? uh-huh, and how much you make a year? Uh, 60K and your partner. Uh, how much you make a 60K a year? Yeah, and, um, you know, do you lick? Vag. No, they don't ask that. They just they just go, uh-huh, let me look at your bank statements. Yeah, okay, yeah. You spend too much on, on takeout, I'm not giving you a loan. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. They don't they, they don't, don't care. They You're don't, a number the, the, you are a number. Sexuality you are a number to is them. Yeah. Completely not in the zeitgeist. They're, they're not gonna give you more. It's like, oh, you know, we're not gonna give you a loan. Yeah, but how about if I say I also like men. Wow, sir, come right this way. We have a, we have a, yeah. Well, we have the gay loan. <laughs> oh, we, you're trans? Really? Well, you get an extra 10%. <laughs> like, they're not going to do that. Oh, well, you know what? We're going to give you more pamphlets that you're quitting smoking because you are a lesbian. Like, what you, like what, how do you? <laughs> yeah. Quitting smoking is just like being gay. You can quit whenever you want. You've just got to have the willpower. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking forward to when we do stand-up comedy. <laughs> it was all building up to that one joke. Uh, we got to book in a date later in the year when, we're, when so. we're getting up on stage. I think so. I think yeah. we're going to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, you got some news for us, for us Kieran, or what's, uh, it, what's the go? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, too much news. Uh, too much news. Yes. Well, we've had a couple of weeks off because you have had COVID. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you catch it? Ah, uh, look, it's just not for me. <laughs> Simple as that. Like, if you don't want it, you just don't get it. Um, have we made fun of COVID on this podcast? Oh, many a time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, it's it's a couple of days. It was. Uh, I was very tired. Okay. Like, yeah, no, but anyway. No, my like sorry. that after a big meal. I have to, I have to rant, right? I have to rant. <laughs> okay, so, okay. good. So, uh, this is where it comes out. This is where we. Start my housemate out. gets COVID. Yes. Right. 
No love from me. It is get in your fucking room. I'm get and then wait until I got my shit and then I got the fuck out. I don't care what you do. I'm not coming back. Right. No love, no sympathy. And then then I actually had to go back and pick up some more shit. And what do I do? I ring him up. And so I'm coming over tonight at like six o'clock, be in your fucking room. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, can you pick me up some stuff from the shops? Maybe, if I go past it, which I totally forgot to go past the shops. He <laughs> <laughs> did forget. You probably did. He's just like, no, I'm going to get home. <laughs> no, that's why I said maybe. Like, I'm not going to... Anyway. I, I, he goes and he's like, no love from me that he's got COVID. I don't care, right? Yeah. No no love. I'm like, if he's dying, he'll call. It's like AIDS. You catch it. It's yeah, no, once before he called me when he was going to the hospital, I eventually turned up. I've talked about this story before. You know, I... I Go back and listen to episode something or other. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll bring it up in the future as well. <laughs> and he's, and he's, when you're doing the speech for his wedding. <laughs> so I get, oh, fuck yeah. So anyway, so I get, so I get COVID. Yeah. And I hate all these people putting it on social media. Yeah. So I don't put anything on social media. Of course, I've let other people know that I've been around, that I've got it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, being, being the right thing. And then, um, I can't remember my parents or something like that. I told them like days, days later, eventually when they were talking, because they're like, "Oh, come over Friday night," and I was like, "Ah, no, I can't. I've I've got it." Oh, oh, how are you? Okay, okay. The amount of like phone calls and text messages I got from like my parents, and then because I only told one of them. Yeah, it gets around. Ten minutes later, my sister's just like COVID. It spreads. My sister's <laughs> ringing me. Ten minutes later, my brother's ringing me. Then my mum, and then an auntie, and then it's just fucking like it's just, it's just. I'm like, I only told one person. You know when I went to hospital years and years and years ago <laughs> for my broken leg, yeah, I just told like you know a few people. And I think mm-hmm. I post something on social media like to the just basically dressing the soccer guys, yeah, to say hey, it's, everything's all right, surgery's all. The amount of same thing, the amount of phone calls, text messages, or people going, oh, what happened. I'm like, you know what? You're not important enough mm-hmm. <laughs> for me to r- give you any sort of information. And it was really nice people offering to get food and stuff yeah, and yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But at the same time, I was like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's that f- fine line between wanting someone's help and wanting to be left alone. Yeah, I'll reach out if I need you. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure... All the services I need, I can order things from my phone. Yeah. Uh, you know, including my mum and dad. That's yeah. pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Calls uh, online, uh, IGA on, online. Well, you know, even when Jess was unwell, we had to go to the hospital recently. Yeah. Everyone was like, we had, and we had to post something on social media because of the business. Mm-hmm. The amount of people who were like calling Jess while she was in the hospital was just like, and it was like, just for a chat. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, oh, no, no. I no, saw this you do you do what I do. I text you. Yeah. I say, let me know if you need anything. Yeah. I can make you dinner or soup or I whatever. I didn't even offer anything. I'm like, get better. That's it. Like- right. <laughs> and then I left you alone. Yeah. I was like, he will contact me if he needs me. That's exactly right. It's pretty simple. Which I'm now being a hypocrite because I'm doing that that reaching out. But no, no, but it's 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 different to go. Hope you're all right. Actually, it's different because it was a text message. Yeah. I was getting phone calls. Yeah. The phone it's, calls were you know, annoying. It's, it's yeah. nice to go. Hope you're alright. If you need anything, let me know. Yeah. That's it. And you go, I've done my dude. Yeah. I've done everything I can. But if people go, yeah, the phone call. How you doing? Yeah. 
tired. Oh, I mean, you know Church, what you should do? If I'm ever if I'm ever in hospital, you have to come visit me. No. <laughs> no, you do. Because I'll either want McDonald's, KFC, or booze. Oh, booze I can't seek into hospital, but no, fuck them. I'm drinking, all right? Um and... I don't want to be an accessory to your suicide. <laughs> I will be Uber eating like fucking alcohol. Like like I'll just be yeah. Big tip for the person. And and I just want you talking shit. Well, yeah, that's all I'll be doing. Yeah. What's happened to Kieran? Oh, he got the AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yep, too much, too much heroin for that boy. <laughs> so that's 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 all I want. So um, you know what? He's actually in a mental hospital because he psyched himself out. Actually, that'd be hilarious. I I know what to say. I can get, I can get <laughs> I into the psych hospital. Country country retreat. Um, no, but everyone, I'm not kid- I'm not denying that there are people who have been severely impacted by COVID, but the majority of us are just at home. Yeah. And in fact, for the first three days, I loved it because I slept. That's what my, my mum ha- had COVID. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I slept for two days and then I got bored at home. Yeah. And I'm like, and you just told me exactly the same thing. Day four, bored shitless. Bored shitless. I was like, I'm better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm bored shitless. I can't go anywhere now. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's. That's fun. I'm COVID free. I've never had it. <laughs> don't want it. And you know what? Just like drugs, just say no. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's wife taught me that one. Uh, mail arrives 75 years late to home. <laughs> How many phone calls have you got? <laughs> um, Gary Katon was surprised when he found, when he looked inside his mailbox as his home. He opened up the mailbox and he had a oh my fuck moment. Um, it's airmail and he looked at it closely. Dated May 4th, 1946. Wow. 75 years ago. Two one cent, cent stamps and six cent postage uh, for the cost of the airmail were still glued on the envelope. Who would have thought that? that See, I knew the post- still in the same house. I'm amazed that the postal service was that good. Yeah, that efficient. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Only seventy-five years <laughs> late. <laughs> so, yeah. so he got this piece of mail. Yeah. All these years later, what was it? Oh, uh, something about a war. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that was like his honourable discharge from the war, and he stayed in the army for like extra couple of years. Oh, uh, that'd be that'd be hilarious. That'd be. Uh. There was this person who had this job in archives, so no one no one saw them. And I think this might have been a story we brought in, like when we first started the podcast. Anyway, Possibly. eventually got done for corruption, but had been clocking on for like forty years. Yeah, yeah. I think we did talk about someone like this, like clocked on, clocked off, but never did his job. Yeah, and no one knew he existed. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, good for them. Uh, Kieran, news dot com dot au is mm. possibly the crappiest news site in the world mm-hmm. it's it's the current affair of of news sites <laughs> on the internet but it you, does by the way you need to watch frontline 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 is a show you need to watch oh i'll put that on the list but um i look all in iso uh-huh. we've all been trying to cook better yeah learn you've been doing the briskets yep I've been doing a whole bunch. No, of that's just a natural progression of when you get my age, Church, <laughs> you will move into smoking you know what the meats. The great thing is, I'll yep. never be your age because you're so much <laughs> older than me. Um, but one of the things you, I've been trying to do is cook new things, better things, sort of. Uh-huh. It's not going to make you grow. Yeah, it's well, a lie. 
Uh, I know. I'm, this is as tall as I'm going to get. Yeah. You know? You're going to shrink from now. It's true. But mm. at least my penis will look bigger. Mm-hmm. That's the that's, important thing. That's a good thing. thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Um, but one of the things I've been trying to do better in general, it's just cook. And I like seeing different recipes, like even just watching like Gordon Ramsay do stuff and yell at people. I like when people yell at people. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like, could. So this news.com.au oh, article. We could have a TV show. Yeah. Where we train people to do podcasts and we yell at them. Well, the podcast consultant is a show that we're going to do one day. Okay. We're going to, no, like I said, I want to review a whole podcast from start to finish. Yeah. I think we should do that. Okay. Yeah. So this article is called Nine Ways You've Been Cooking Pasta Wrong and How to Fix It. Now, look, as an Italian, I'm like, hey. I'm only eight ways are wrong. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Pasta's pretty foolproof. Mm-hmm. You know, pot of water, salt the water. Salt the water. So it tastes like the... Cook the, the pasta. Cook the pasta. Oil the, the pasta. Boil, you know, boil the pasta for the time it specifies on the pack. Yeah. Drain it. Save a bit of bit, the water. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's pretty easy. I put a little bit of oil so it stops no, sticking. No, no, no. No? No, water, no, you don't need it. The oh. salt's there. So you're just going to make the salt in the water... As salty as the Mediterranean Sea. Ah, so that's my problem. I never make it that salty. No, I'm going to make it that salty. Because that flavors the pasta too. Uh, so double or triple the amount of salt you put in there. Okay, this is why we drew. If sure. I had, uh, when we did our, our pasta cook-off, if well, I had just, salted my water that second, way. We did, we did third party. The, <laughs> oh, we did too, didn't so we? We just a, did the sauce. This is yeah. the sauce, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, the, so they've got nine things to make the pasta better. Yeah. Like... First rule is don't overcook it. I'm like, okay, well, like, is that the, is that really a, like <laughs> rule two? Don't undercook. Don't it. undercook <laughs> it. Yeah, thanks. perfect. You know, okay. How's this one here? So this is number three. Don't uh-huh. add olive oil to the pasta. Number two was don't undercook. No, number two was <laughs> don't get the pasta to water ratio incorrect. Uh huh. And it's just like, as long as you you just gotta have a big pot of water. Yeah. I don't even measure. I know. I it's just... like a big pot of water and make sure it's boiling. That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, enough room for it to, yeah. to spin around and all that. Okay. Uh, here's the one. Don't wash off the flavor. Lots of people choose to rinse their pasta after cooking. No. Who the fuck rinses I you drain? I d- you drain. You drain it and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay, here's a good one. Uh, okay, number seven is don't overdo the sauce. Next time we have guests, yeah. we need to ask them how they cook pasta. Okay. <laughs> Don't overdo the sauce. Uh-huh. Isn't that the same as like number one? Don't overcook. What? What? Yeah, okay. And number nine has this: don't overcook pasta for a bake. All of the three of the nine things is don't overcook it. That is lazy journalism. <laughs> that is the worst thing ever. And the great thing was this originally appeared on the Sun and has been republished with permission. So they went, "Ooh, not bad. Put it on our, put it on our website as well." Oh, amazing! Trump is correct. It's all it's fake, all fake news. news. Yeah, but don't put oil in the in the pasta water because it it. Um... No, not in the water. When after it's drained. Oh, after it's drained. After fine. it's not drained. Water, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't it's... need you don't need it because you know what we do instead save a little bit of the pasta water in a cup. Yeah. And put put the pasta into the sauce uh-huh. and a little bit of the pasta water just to sort of relax it all. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. Okay. I believe you. 
I believe you. And the pasta water when you're boiling? I'll just stick to my brisket. You know, yeah. I've, I've got and that the, down And the pat. pasta water as salty as the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. And if you've never been to the Mediterranean Sea, uh-huh. well, not really is. I'm not a human. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, news article. How hugging cows can help with mental health. Health. <laughs> how can you even take this is like a, a slap in the face of your profession like remember when you, listen to, uh, you listen to the financial feminist podcast yeah, and you're like, oh my god i can't i can't stand I, I mean i've got the worst voice in the world as well yeah but i can't stand her yeah but also she's given like the worst advice possible and you're oh. like i'm not a financial like, i was a i'm a financial person like i've done it for a long yeah. time and i'm listening to going this is like the worst advice possible or the most basic non-beneficial advice at all it's not even advice it's just like here's what this is i see i would be very uh, don't get me wrong over the last three years i've been very interested in finance Mm. right and i've been going on my own journey but i wouldn't give anyone advice no i i still like you know what professors of economics still don't give people advice yeah like accountants who are CPAs and been working in the industry for 30 years give people advice but they go hey but if it fucks up it's not my fault yeah because they're like nothing is certain uh huh you know yeah. but she was like do this and it's like whoa yeah do this and you're gonna make this and it's yeah. like no no <laughs> no um anyway how hugging cows can help with mental health a California based non-profit is using cow hugging therapy to help people cope with stress number one I'm stressed. I don't want to hug a cow. <laughs> that will make me more stressed. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going to fucking hug an animal? A, a, a running animal? Animals are candid, loyal companions. Well, get a dog. Says get the a fam- cat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Get says- a stuffed animal. <laughs> get a pet rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, says uh, the founder of The Gentle Barn. They can give humans emotional support through tough moments in life. So, Turch, if you're having a tough moment in life, I'll just bring a cow in. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that won't do better than all my dog. <laughs> if someone needs healing, the cows wrap them in a really good hug with their necks. Cows are very centred, grounded, and immersed in the present time, and they help us do the same. Don't cows have autism? Is that something... Like have a mild form. Cows of are cows. Cows want to eat grass. That's true. That's... Bulls want to fuck cows. Cows want to eat grass. No, bulls want to kill Spaniards. Okay. In the running of the bulls. <laughs> uh, this is one of these things where it's like they've so they've used according to the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, close interaction with other animals can help increase happiness and reduce stress. Which I'm pretty sure they've just done it with, like, dogs. And it's like, yeah, yeah we could use cows. Oh, we have 50 cows here. We might as well use them. Number one, you got to drive to the cow place. Again, if you've got... Cows a- are not an easily transportable animal. Plus, I want to eat the meat. Yeah, I'd rather eat the meat. Yeah. That would make Eating the tough. meat with less me. stress. Yes, it would reduce st- my stress. Well, stress right down, right <laughs> down. I can even feed the cow to my dog. Yeah. <laughs> to release... To reduce his stress. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. That like that's a psychological study. You must look at the like it, you must look at those studies and go, those people are getting grants to study this shit and I'm not getting anything. Uh-huh. It would yeah. be better off just giving it to a homeless man. Yeah, pretty much. 
pretty much. Well, animals can help. Oh, yeah, we, we sort of know that. Yeah, but what about cows? What about <laughs> like, well, you know what would be stressful? Uh-huh. Being called... Getting uh, your parents calling you a stupid name mm-hmm. and then it ruining your life forever. Like Anthony? Like Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Women, a woman called Ikea. Oh, no. <laughs> reveals she has changed her name after school bullies called her flat pack. <laughs> <laughs> I got to admit, that's, uh, that's amazing. That's a pretty good. And you know what? I can understand why. Like, she's not the biggest. Uh, if my name was Ikea, I would embrace the nickname Flatpak. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- guys and girls with nicknames to get it. Like, I knew a guy named Speedos. Like, yeah. I only knew, he was my brother's mate. We uh-huh. only knew him as Speedos. Yeah. I'm like, why is everyone, like, his name was nothing close to Speedos. Yeah. He's like, oh, why did she get called Speedos? Because he goes, oh, to the first swimming carnival, like, high school swimming uh-huh. carnival, he was the only guy that wore Speedos. That was me, too. <laughs> and, <laughs> called speedos the rest of his days and then i didn't see him for a while yeah and then i saw him out in the shops and he was with like some other like somewhere like out yeah, yeah, yeah. with some friends like hey speedos and everyone like why do you call him sp- what speedos? speedos and i had to explain this story yeah. <laughs> and it's like okay like, but got, oh, oh, i knew a guy who in year seven camp uh-huh at one stage yelled at where's my ice cream and he got called ice cream the rest of his time <laughs> in high school that's a great nickname yeah, it's a great nickname, that's a great nickname. Like, you got to explain the story but see i i wore i because i did like competition swimming yeah right did that in perth moved to melbourne was in primary school still doing competition swimming um i was actually really like advanced i didn't know i was advanced yeah if that makes sense i just did swimming and then I come to high school and it's like a swimming carnival yeah, and I the mean, winners go on to like inter-school, no, the, the competitions or state or whatever. So I, I turn up cause like at swimming club, you just wear speedos. Yeah. So I've turned up. I'm like, oh fuck. Everyone's in board shorts Yeah. and I'm in speedos, but I think I got away with it cause there was a couple of us that were like proper swimmers, proper swimmers. Yeah. And we just like, oh, I'm going to swim. We yeah. swam and we just fucking, uh, Yeah. So it never, like, it never, I never got teased at school for doing that. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it's just because I was. Yeah. You were, you were quality. I was quality. Yeah. People, the guys know you don't attack quality. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So this woman called Ikea revealed how she changed her name after school bullies dubbed her Flatpak. It a cruel joke about Swedish furniture store. Uh, Jasmine uh, Daglas, 19, was named Ikea at birth after her mum saw a television advert for the company while she was pregnant. But Jasmine, who has only visited Ikea once, had to put up with a decade of teasing before legally changing her name. I used to get called Flatpak a lot at primary school. The bullying really shocked me because young children don't know about Ikea. I illegally changed my name when I was in secondary school. It's only legally that I get called Jasmine. My family still calls me Ikea or Kia for short. But can can you imagine that? Like, she changed her name. Because the kids call their flat pack. And I'm like, that's what, is that even bullying? Mm. Like, at that page, yeah, that's just your nickname. Just, see, this is the thing. When when people who are called that don't embrace it, like yeah. put up the defenses, yeah. then people see the vulnerability. Yeah. And, and then destroy. they, they and then attack and destroy. destroy. Yeah. You sort of got to go with the fun. Um, see, my I'm called Kiki, right? Yeah. Because when my niece. Yeah. Kieran's a hard word to say. Yeah, yeah. 
And so she would say key and then like key key. Yeah. And then she just called me Kiki. And then that sort of like stuck around. Um, and then like, I don't like being called Kiki, but I never, I never. Yeah, but it's different because it's like, uh, uh, if you tell that story, like I would never call you Kiki. Cause yeah. like, oh, okay, well that, that's the name your little cousin gave you. That's the yeah. uh, niece gave you. Like, that's not funny. Which is hilarious because at Christmas there was like some name cards and it said Kiki and she, my niece is now 12 and she's like, it's Kieran. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it ships, but I call you like I call you like the K man, the K man. You know, and I'm, like, I'm called K dog, K cat, you know, uh, K dizzle, and I've been just Turch my special whole life. K. Special K is good. Yeah, um, I call, I've been called Turch my whole life, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure that you've introduced me as Turch to people. Do and, you know what was really and then hard? People go to me, and people go to me. Your name's Turch. I go, oh, actually. Exactly. I didn't know your name for quite a long time. I didn't know. I just knew you was Turch. Church, I didn't know you. you I'm know, like Prince. When we first met you, I was like, I didn't like know your Prince name was Anthony. Madonna or Cher. Doing you, being faux celebrant, because I asked you, is like, because I'm like, don't introduce him as Turch. And there's <laughs> 20, 50 other Turches there. Yeah. And I'm like, his name's Anthony. And I I practiced that speech so many times. Not for, not for like, because I needed to practice it. But also that I would say Anthony. Yeah. Because I just had the habit of... It's, uh, that's, my, that's Turch. It's Turch. And, and it's so funny because like, I'm pretty sure like my birthdays or parties and stuff, and just, you know, you, other friends go, hey, Turch. Yeah. And then if my family's there, we all just sort of... Turn around. Because we're all Turch. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, big Turch, little Turch, medium Turch, regular Turch, fat Turch, skinny Turch. We're all there. Yeah, Mrs. Turch. Mrs. Turch. <laughs> Oh, so I'm going to call your mum Mrs. Turch now. Oh, she'll, she'll love it. <laughs> you know what? Because Jess has changed her name as well yeah. like to, to, to join the, the She's Turches. Mrs. T. Mrs. T. But um, Jess's family always, for some reason it came up that um, I was just joking about stuff and they go to me, because Jess, oh, they were pointing at Jess and they're like, oh, that's back in the day. Oh, that's Turch's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it was Jess's family, but she was called Turch's girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and now she's like, oh, that's Turch's wife. Like, that's real. <laughs> it's so good. Just to, to, carry, to carry that on throughout the whole process and change it with the times. Like, perfect. I like that. Oh, uh, brilliant. I got another article, Turch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Botched butt injection suspected after woman dumped at Bronx, Bronx Hospital dies. Oh, no. Woman died. Are you sure she didn't have COVID? I don't know. Is that a symptom of COVID? Don't know. A woman died early Tuesday after she was dumped at a Bronx hospital naked from the waist <laughs> down. And doc- waist down. <laughs> and doctors suspect that she was the victim of a botched butt injection. To we don't know what happened, um, but she was at work and she left work, so we don't know what happened from there. <laughs> So she she wanted the Kim Kardashian butt. Yeah, she was uh, she was naked from the waist down when she left uh, was left at the hospital. Had needle marks on her body, and doctors found a foreign substance had been injected into her buttocks. But that could mean anything. That it could, could just put, imagine if you put Botox instead and it just became real flat. <laughs> What's that? Just put Botox in the butt instead and just became like real, like you know, flat and smooth, or like the opposite of what she wanted. Hmm. Can you can you I I, I don't know. That's someone who you, should just go to the gym. Yeah. Like yeah. if you really want a butt just that, do squats. Just do squats every day. Uh 
do the stair machine and you you get like you know it won't you won't get it instantly mm-hmm. but at least you won't be half naked at the front of a hospital hospital yeah you know yeah um or just go to an actual proper registered doctor yeah might be in the u.s might be expensive yeah but you know what are you gonna do go to mexico <laughs> or thailand oh mexico's, vietnam mexico is closer mexico, to the, yeah. the old uh yeah. the old people in the usa you gotta remember that these doctors in like mexico and thailand and vietnam are all trained in like america and australia yeah yeah, and then they slick over there. You no, know, I had a, a needle in my butt once. Yeah? Yeah, I was dying in Burma. You were dying? Like, I was so sick. <laughs> I was so... I was I, like... I, I must admit, I've never had a needle in my butt. That's something I have not experienced. And to stop the nausea, uh, to stop the like vomiting or whatever the doctor gave me, he was clearly Asperger's. Because um, he goes to the female, you're fat. <laughs> 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 you need to lose weight no no he was just he, he just knew that he had fuck you money that's what he had he had fuck you burma money um it was the only doctor he's probably smoking a scar oh, dude no because i was so sick and then he got the need- communist oh uh, yeah yeah dictatorship yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but he got the needle out and then he was sharpening it <laughs> right and i like, need to do that i'm too i'm too like in my mind, I'm like, oh fuck, this is how I get this is how I get AIDS. This is it. This, this is it. This is how I get AIDS. <laughs> and then he gets a flame, like a like oh, a candle thing sterile. <laughs> to sterilize it. And I'm like, this is it. This is it. That's a um a couple of hours later, feeling great. Oh, that's good then. Like it was it was great. So he fills you up full of heroin and you went home. <laughs> oh, I, was, I don't know what I don't know whatever he did, but it was it was great. But I, the thing I like about that is that Burmese doctor. Is he was also the pharmacist, so he had all the medication with him. Yeah, and then for insurance, he said it he cost a hell of a lot more. Yeah, than what we both. paid him. You know what? Just pay the man. He fixed you up. He actually, for the first time ever. Yeah, I'm gonna get my dad on the show to talk about doctors referring people to referring. <laughs> on. He was ranting about that at. Before the wedding, I like, know, I know. He was ranting about doctors referring him on, and I'm sitting here going, "Yeah, yeah that's what I yeah." Do. But I refer people on when it's outside of my scope. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, just there, I'm watching you go, <laughs> sweating. Like, I was like, watching yeah, my dad. I yeah. like, get real frustrated. I'm like, gotta get him on the show. That is great. <laughs> he was so angry. I'm like, that's where I get it from. That's where I get it from. I get it learned from you, Dad. Oh. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is great. But he's like, oh yeah, they refer you on, they refer you on, they refer you on, then no one solves anything. And I'm like. At least your doctor went, I know what to do. Took out a big cigar, <laughs> took out the needle, sharpened that bad boy up, flamed it up. Poof, 20 minutes later, you're done. You're, yeah. You're back on the road. No, oh, I was so sick because it was also to get to the main town where a hospital was, it was about a 10 to 12 hour car trip on a bumpy fucking road. Ugh. Like, I'm not, I'm talking like bumpy, bumpy road. So I was just, I was like, whatever he's got, just... Pump it up. Just... Pump it through. Pump, yeah. Uh, Akira, did I tell you that last last Saturday I was on, or I recorded on Saturday with Teresa from the Bad Poets Society podcast? No. 
I recorded with Teresa from the Bad Poets Society. Bad Poets Society podcast. Yeah. Not Poetry Society. Bad Poets Society podcast. Is it like slam poetry? No. So she goes through uh, terrible lyrics of songs. Oh. So I brought to her uh, three fantastically bad songs yeah. from Australia. Uh, one was uh, Vanessa Amorosi's sh- uh, Shine. <laughs> Which is terrible. Uh, the other is a Jessica Malboy song yeah. called Pop a Bottle, which is definitely about cum. Uh-huh. And the last one I brought in was Drive by Shannon Knoll. Oh, these are very... Very bad. Is she American? Yes. Okay, so... Uh, well, every time I go to an American show that's about music, I always try to bring in Australian. Australian, I try great. to show that we are infinitely worse than anything that's get produced. Yeah. Because I was trying to ex- explain to her, we've got a very distinct sense of humour that Americans sometimes don't get. Yeah. And no, we, they, do, they don't get it. No. And we yeah. really uphold the underdog. Uh-huh. So a lot of the time our music is just like the worst people. Like Shannon Nold is not a good singer, but we love him. Yeah. Lee Harding. who He came Wasabi. second, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So Lee, we love him because he came second. Yeah. yeah. Lee Harding. We love him because he did the song Wasabi and mm-hmm. made a comeback. And we love all these sort of one-off singers here and mm-hmm. there, you know, when our biggest exports are the Wiggles <laughs> and then ACDC. <laughs> I love it that the Wiggles are, are number one. Yeah, they are. They're number one. I know. They, you know. They're bigger than most bands. Yeah. you know They are bigger than most, most bands. Most bands, yeah. If I was asked, hey, Kieran, you can be a Wiggle, I would say Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Yes, no I will do it. my mind. Absolutely. Yeah. They are multi, multi, multi-millionaires. Yeah. And, and they didn't know this because I was talking about the Wiggles. Uh-huh. I said... I don't know if you guys know this in the US, but the original lineup of the Wiggles got together and played an over 18 show at a live bar and everyone got drunk to hot potato. And she's like, how is that even a thing? I go, that's just what Australians do. (laughs) Yep, Wiggles, drinking, done. I'm there, full room book, 250 people, 200 people uh, mosh pitting to hot potato. That's what happened. That's what really happened. So how was the podcast with uh, Teresa from the Lyric? I was going to say the other joke would be you know, both the young crowd and the older crowd, both people, both were all throwing up and shitting themselves. So oh yeah, kind of balanced out. Yeah, it was fantastic. I highly recommend you listen to Bad Poet Society. It's a good, good fun time. Oh, that's good. With that, Kieran, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, for, for your waking needs, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, death threats, rants, recorded on your phone, email us. And we only do one take podcast at gmail dot com. Kieran, so good to have you COVID-free in my studio recording another episode of the show. It's, it's great. It's great to be. It's great to be back. It's great to be doing what I love. Uh, and everyone, it's gonna be. We will see you next week. Well, next Thursday. Next Thursday. <laughs>